0: For plebs, by plebs, dropping the Bitcoin-only signal. Pleb Underground. Welcome, everyone, to the Pleb Underground. Welcome back, everyone. Pleb Underground, episode 77. Walton is at Bitcoin Atlantis, so it is just you and I... Let's dive right into it. We're going to move over to the numbers brought to you by Time Chain Stats and sponsored by BTC Prague. Come join your fellow European Bitcoiners at BTC Prague 2024. It's going to be the biggest, most influential Bitcoin event in Europe, and you don't want to miss this. Get your tickets now. They've got awesome speakers. It's going to be June 13th to the 15th. Use the code PLEB for 10% off your ticket price at BTCPROG. And you can get that at btcprog.com. Use the code PLEB for 10% off your ticket price. It's going to be an amazing venue, awesome speakers, great memories. You get to meet fellow Bitcoiners, the beautiful, beautiful city of Prague. That's right, guys, btcprog.com. Check it out. Let's dive into the numbers. At the time of this recording, the block height is 832,991. The Bitcoin Fiat Exchange, 62,242.40. It's actually moving pretty quickly here as we're recording. Anyways, the total public lightning capacity, 4,609 Bitcoin Moscow time. 1,606 wow it's been a long time since we've seen this anyways uh fastest fee 25 sats per vbyte days to the happening 48 guys it has been a very eventful week we've probably seen one of the most exciting weeks uh in bitcoin maybe the last two weeks have have been maybe the uh, the most exciting Anyways, anyways, guys, there is so much FUD going around and I figured that, you know, we're going to pull some of this FUD in for the numbers. All right. We are taking a look at a tweet from Mononaut and here we go. Bitfinex hackers forfeited coins are on the move. Okay so I mean obviously that's not entirely fud because it's actually happening right these coins are indeed on the move and here we go approximately 12267.025 BTC after required fees seized from wallets recovered from an external hard drive recovered from the defendant's resident at 75 uh 75 Wall Street apartment 33M in New York and what are they talking about they're talking about the Bitfinex hackers coins, okay, that were seized by the U.S. Department of, well, the U.S. Department of Justice, right? Anyways, um, for the people who don't remember this story, I figured we would dive into it a little bit here for the numbers, so let's go. This was uh, article August 3rd. Bitfinex hacker and wife plead guilty to money laundering conspiracy involving billions. Okay. Married couple from New York pleaded guilty today to money laundering conspiracy, uh, conspiracies arising from the hack and theft of approximately 120,000 Bitcoin from Bitfinex. Uh, Lilia, Leah, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not pronouncing that right. Leah Lichtenstein 35 and Heather Morgan 33 were arrested in February, 2022. After the government seized approximately 95,000 of those st- of those stolen Bitcoin from cryptocurrency wallets in the defendant's control at the time of the seizure, the recovered funds were valued at approximately $3.6 billion. Since their arrest, the government has seized another approximately $475 million tied to the hack. Lichtenstein used a number of advanced hacking tools and techniques to gain access to Bitfinex network. Once inside their systems, Lichtenstein fraudulently authorized more than 2,000 transactions, in which 119,754 Bitcoin was transferred from Bitfinex to a cryptocurrency wallet in Lichtenstein's control. Lichtenstein pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit money laundering, which carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Morgan pleaded guilty to one count of money laundering conspiracy and one count of conspiracy to defraud. The United States. So why, you know, like how does that end up being fud? I mean, the numbers are obvious, right? A hundred and twenty thousand Bitcoin. Now, it's a coincidence, right? It's a it's a coincidence that this happens at the, uh, you know, after the ETFs go public, right? And then so the ETFs get approved, they go public, they start trading. Uh, Gbtc converts its fund. All of a sudden, they can start liquidating their BTC, which obviously is conveniently going. Um, to the ETFs and now lo and behold, lo and behold, the U S government releases 120,000 Bitcoin, <laughs> which most likely I think, uh, is going to end up in the, uh, in the ETFs. Uh, I mean, look, there is no surprise here. Um, I, I, mean, I, I don't know what else, uh, we, we can really expect. Uh, but look, um, I, I mean, I think it's about time. I, I think that for the people who are worried right? That this is happening and oh my gosh, you know, all of a sudden the Bitcoin price is going to crash and everything. Look, from what we're seeing from the ETFs, um, you know, they're buying thousands, thousands of Bitcoin on a daily basis, whereas only 900 new Bitcoin uh, are being made, right? Are are being mined every day. So the ETFs are gobbling up a lot more supply um, than we can expect so at some point right at some point the the rubber's gonna hit the road and we may end up seeing you know we may end up seeing a a massive bump in the bitcoin fiat exchange anyways guys look it it doesn't it, it doesn't really matter i just the reason why i like to point out these articles is because Just because it's something that's happening. It doesn't mean that like it's over. That's it. This big, this big moment is happening. And all of a sudden these terrible things are going to happen. No, Bitcoin is going to move, right? (laughs) Like there is going to be people that have Bitcoin. There's gonna be institutions that have it. And all of a sudden it's going to move. Right. And that may temporarily right? that I shouldn't even say may it will temporarily affect the price that wraps up the numbers and we're going to move it on over to. Wrecked Wrecked is brought to you by BTC pins. Check them out at btcpins.com. Use the code pleb underground for 5% off. Awesome. Bitcoin themed pins. Yep. That's right. I'm always going to show my collection because I freaking love it. And I got to get some new ones. Anyways, use the code pleb underground for 5% off at btcpins.com. Welcome back everyone. Let's take a look at what we've got for wrecked. So this was a, this was an interesting tweet. Um, uh, yeah, not a good sign, right? I, in my eyes, the last time they told us the things that, that the banking system was resilient was right before the mortgage crisis in 2008. Okay. And, uh, we all saw how that turned out. So yeah, when you see a tweet, like the white house, the banking system remains sound and is resilient, Um, are you trying to convince us or are they, is the white house trying to convince themselves? Uh, anyways, if that wasn't more of an endorsement for Bitcoin, um, I don't know what is. So it's kind of a weird tweet though. Isn't it just randomly? Like why it's like somebody who just woke up this morning and felt, you know what? I think the people need to be reassured. Let's tell them the banking system remains sound and is resilient that ought to do it. I don't know. I don't think that's good. Anyways, anyways, moving on. So, uh, yeah, you know, no, no surprise, no surprise that, uh, Elizabeth Warren is in wrecked, right? Uh, so here we go. According to research from the federal reserve, corporate profits accounted for all of inflation from around July, 2020 to July, 2021 and 41% of all inflation from around July, 2020 to July, 2022 we must tackle corporate price gouging head on. I'm staying in that fight. Ah, this is so th- th- this is so pathetic. Okay, so first of all, first of all. It's got community noted, which unfortunately only the people who interact with the tweet are going to see the community notes, but, okay, but this is fantastic. Let's take a look at the community note Federal Reserve reports uh re- reports link these profits with inflation, but show the profits were largely due to the US government's stimulus packages and lower interest expenses, not price gouging. These profits follow trends from prior recoveries and return to pre-pandemic levels by the end of 2022. Okay. So that's very nice and everything, but I, I think it actually misses the point. And I put out this tweet. Okay. And Elizabeth Warren can say whatever she wants about inflation. Okay. This is from the IMF, right? Like the other evil organization. So this is the IMF's definition of inflation. If the money supply grows too big relative to the size of an economy, the unit value of the currency diminishes. In other words, it's purchasing power falls and prices rise. So yeah, guess what? This inflation that, that Elizabeth Warren is talking about, it's not corporate price gouging. Okay. This is complete and utter nonsense. And unfortunately, unfortunately, All that's really going to happen, right, is that the middle class people, okay, and the smaller businesses are going to find themselves attacked and they're going to find themselves having to jump through more bureaucratic red tape, okay, that the larger institutions can easily afford to work around and also afford to be able to use loopholes. So, to me, like it, it's just, it just seems like she's just attacking the the little guy. You know, the, the person that she says she's standing up for. And again, it's not about her personally. It's just about the particular messaging. It, it just seems that it is geared towards actually making the little person's life harder under the guise of standing up for them. And I just don't buy it anyways. Uh, I, it, it's just terrible. It, it really is because I do know some people, um, who have uh who have indirectly worked uh with Elizabeth Warren and have on many occasions talked about the wonderful things uh, that she has done right for for women and families so it's just like this is kind of the the this is the problem of the broken money I, I believe right I'm like I'm I'm painting it with a broad brush because I I think that like all bitcoiners, or at least most bitcoiners, I believe if we fix the base layer of money, then we can begin to tackle all these other issues. And I'd like to believe that somehow these people, right, that maybe believe they're doing the right thing for everyone, I, I think that under a Bitcoin standard, maybe they'd be maybe they'd be more empowered to to do the right thing. I don't know. Anyways, it's just, it's absolutely brutal guys. The corporations are are not gouging. Okay. They, they, they are not price gouging. All of this is a show to keep everybody's attention away from the money printer, which never stops. Anyways, anyways, Elizabeth Warren, this messaging wrecked. Let's move on. Moving on to our last story for wrecked. So look, the Bitcoin ETF, contrary to Jim Cramer's, uh, Jim Cramer's lovely words is a success. Okay. And it has been a success and it's actually been one of the most successful products. If I'm not mistaken, it's the most successful ETF product in history. But anyways, anyways, it's gotten a lot of shit coiners really excited. Okay. Over an ETH ETF. And um, they, they like to pretend that ETH has the same qualities of Bitcoin. Okay. But it really doesn't. Okay. It has a, It has a completely infinite supply. There's a 70% pre-mine. The ETH foundation pretty much manages the majority of the funds for ETH and manages the decision-making. And of course, consensus is owned by JP Morgan. Okay. So I mean, like, I, I'm sorry, like it's, it's just not Bitcoin. Okay. It's just not Bitcoin. But anyways, uh, this was an interesting comment from uh, Eric Balkunas. Okay. And here we go. Uh, He's, because obviously the ETH people want their ETH ETF, right? So here we go. He's saying it's not to disparage ETH lovers, it's just me mapping the data and anecdotally ETH ETFs will be nothing close to the Bitcoin ETFs, okay? So, and, and the reason why I, I bring that up, right, is because the reality is, is that these are two completely, completely different products, okay? If we're gonna look at them as products, okay? And one of them has one of them has these incredibly desirable qualities with um, sufficient decentralization, okay, and no central authority, whereas the other one does not have sufficient decentralization. I'm talking about eth, okay does not have, a, a hard cap. So it, it can be created at will. And of course, the people who understand ETH know that uh, what is it? The, the max yearly cap is like 18 million ETH, I think that can be created. So it, it's, it's a bit of a, a juggling. But the other problem to it is is that ETH's monetary policy can be changed. Right now, ETH developers are talking about changing the monetary policy uh, because they're realizing that too many people are staking ETH. So look, guys, this is nothing like Bitcoin, okay? This is, it's, it's a fucking Rube Goldberg machine is is what it is. Um, So yeah, don't, don't get your hopes up on the ETH ETF. um, and, And And if it does come out, I I just think it's going to be a giant, uh, a giant nothing burger. And people are going to be incredibly disappointed chasing what they believe is something like Bitcoin. Anyways, guys, let me know what you think. Put it in the comments that wraps up wrecked and we are going to move it on over to the hopium. The Hopium is brought to you by CypherSafe. Check them out at CypherSafe.io. If you're looking for some very high quality Bitcoin art, absolutely beautiful craftsmanship. I'm talking about the Bitcoin Rollo Triangle, 16 ounces of solid titanium, a really beautiful piece. Check it out at CypherSafe.io. That is the Bitcoin Rollo Triangle. All right. Welcome back to Hopium. Let's let's dive right into it. Here we go. This is a tweet from uh, at uh, JVS underscore BTC. I'm the first to say BTC on OTC desks on Glassnode is not entirely representative of the entire OTC desk, but even if it's directionally correct, it hits its lowest level in five years. And guys, this is kind of what I was saying, what I was talking about in in the numbers, right? So essentially, there's only 900 new Bitcoin um, that is being mined uh, every day, and the, the ETFs are gobbling up a lot more of it because the reality is is that there is way more money in the system than there is Bitcoin. <laughs> so it's kind of it, it's kind of obvious, I think, what is happening, and essentially what you're seeing here is the these OTC desks they do not have a lot of Bitcoin. And I would like to believe that what we're seeing in the market right now with the drastic the, the drastic price rise that we saw recently, I'd like to say that it's because these ETFs are now having to buy, uh, they're now having to buy their Bitcoin on spot. So bullish, bullish, but again, right? Got to take it with a grain of salt. We don't want to get too excited, but it is very interesting moving on all right we got another tweet from uh, from eric Balkunas. he's uh, he's got some good he has got some good stuff these days anyways uh so here we go just in tim buckley is stepping down as ceo of vanguard at end of the year kind of a shocker to be honest although he has been there 33 years greg davis appointed president board on search for a new ceo now okay all right so i know people are saying that it's a surprise Okay. Uh, I know that some people are like, uh, you know, they're saying, well, this isn't, it's not related to the, to the Bitcoin ETFs. He's been there for 33 years. Okay. So look, there may be some truth to that. There may be some truth to that, but I could tell you this, the Bitcoin ETF discussion has been going on for a lot longer than like six months or eight months. It's been going on at least a year. If you think for a second that these banks, right, that these institutions didn't start maybe even discussing um, the rails like two years ago, if not more. I mean, look, Fidelity's been looking at Bitcoin since 2017. Okay, so the idea that like, this is just random and sudden and, uh, you know, like it was, uh, sorry, not random and sudden, but the idea that like this had nothing to do With the Bitcoin ETFs, I think it had a little to do with the Bitcoin ETFs and I'm going to call it now. I think that after this guy leaves and you're going to get a new CEO, they're going to start offering a Bitcoin ETF product. Right. And but it'll but for sure him leaving. Right. Tim Buckley leaving has nothing, nothing to do with that. Guys, nothing just happens in a fucking vacuum. Okay. Like it's, I, I'm pretty sure that he pissed off a lot of people. Listen, <laughs> bet you if those ETFs would have failed, <laughs> uh, he wouldn't be leaving. Okay. But they were a huge success. And Vanguard, okay. Even though Vanguard is like a very safe, uh, it's like a safe investment house. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a whole lot of people that are pissed off at missing that alpha. Just my opinion. And we'll see, right? Reality is going to play out and we'll see what happens. Anyways, anyways, moving on from here. Okay, for the last story for the Hopium, we are taking a look at this tweet from Documenting BTC. Um, the World Economic Forum reports Bitcoin mining is helping protect uh, endangered animals in Congo's national forest. Okay. Shouldn't be too quick uh, to cheer uh, for the World Economic Forum. That That's first of all. Um, second of all, do we actually think that Carl Schwab, the eats the bugs and you know, you will be happy and have nothing. Do we, do we really think that those people, um, do we really think that those people all of a sudden, um, are warming up to a censorship resistant, uh, not centrally controlled or issued, uh, form of digital money? Like, do we really think that like, I mean, okay, so look there's members of the, there's the the head of the blockchain council right Aya agushi from the world economic forum sits on the uh, the the eth uh foundation board right there's three people that are on the board of the eth foundation and she is one of those three okay so do we really think that those people are all of a sudden warming up to bitcoin when they have this whole other ecosystem that they can completely control and manipulate eh, I don't really buy it. The other thing is this, right? Um, the World Economic Forum also endorses this other shitcoin called Cello, um, which uh, has this system called sacred economics or something like that. Anyways, just some some bullshit nonsense, right? It's just some centrally issued token, right? That you could just, you know, pump the bags and pretend like it's actually doing something. But anyways, my point is, do we really think that the world economic forum is actually warming up to Bitcoin or is this just some kind of way to get people to, to lower their guards? I don't really know. I don't really know, but I'll tell you this. I a hundred percent do not trust the world economic forum. Um, and I don't think you should either. Uh, I think if you take a look at their track record of the messaging, uh, that they've had throughout their history, I, I think that, um, I think that the messaging is very clear. Okay. And that the messaging is this, uh, we know better than you. Okay. And we should be running things. So just trust us and we're going to make everything better, which we have already seen throughout history time and time again, that trust us shit has never led us to a good place. It always ends with problems. Okay. So that is not going to work. Uh, I don't buy it for a second. I am definitely weary of the World Economic Forum. I'm going to continue to pay attention to their messaging. At the same time, they haven't given up on their 2030 plan. So just because we see some rosy little thing like that, um, I think that we shouldn't. I think that we shouldn't ignore the uh, the bigger picture. Anyways, guys, that does it for today's episode. Don't forget to check us out on our audio-only platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. If you want to stream a sats, check us out on Fountain.fm. You can stream a sats through Breeze. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Catch you on the next one.